The Man War Podcast is sponsored by HotMovies.com. Try out some ethical, paid-for porn for free with none of those hidden fees or secret subscriptions when you sign up at HotMovies.com and use the promo code MANHORE. UberLube is my favorite personal lubricant, and not just because they paid me to talk about it. This silicone-based lube lasts long with a smooth sensation, and here's the best part. It doesn't leave a sticky, gobby mess when you're all finished. <laughs> Although you might. Uh, go to uberlube.com for more information and to buy a bottle today. That's uberlube, U-B-E-R-L-U-B-E dot com. Now let's get to the show. Welcome to the Man Whore Podcast. What's up, all you cutie patooties and tootie fruities? Uh, is that a slur? I have no idea. This is Billy Presida, and you're listening to the Man Whore Podcast. I think it's still okay to say tootie fruities. I have, you know, someone let me know if that one's been uh, marked off as offensive. What's up? Welcome to the show if you're new, and hey, welcome back if you're not. This is the Man Whore Podcast where, you know, I started the show five years ago talking to women I've hooked up with about sex, dating, and why we didn't work out. Of course, that's not what we do every week here anymore, but hey, we are back on that course with Kristen this week, and I'm just so excited to share her with y'all because like, Kristen is such a rad chick. Um, she's so cool, and I haven't seen her in a couple years, and it was great to reconnect with her, uh, but first, you know, I gotta, we gotta do the thing. I got to tell you about the stuff we got to do. Show Get dates. them hot. Get them dates. Show dates. Yes. Okay. We're doing a couple of live man whore podcast shows in some other cities in the month of June. So listen up if uh, if you're new or if you've been skipping the intros. Oakland, June 1st. I'm going to be at the Octopus Literary Salon at 730. That's going to be a one-on-one -on -one talk with uh, me and my little sister. That's going to be a good time. Then Chicago, June 28th at North Bar in Wicker Park, 9 p.m. It's going to be a stand-up comedy show uh, where the comics are interrupted off stage by one of their exes before we sit down and, uh, you know, talk about why they didn't work out. Keeping it in theme over here. Uh, so those are going to be some great shows. And if you want to get your tickets, they are now available at manwarepod.com slash tour. As always, you save money when you buy your ticket online instead of at the door. Uh, Chicago, by the way, you get $5 off with promo code Billy. Oakland, I'm so sorry there's no promo code, but there's limited seating as is. Uh, so yeah, manorpod.com slash tour. I'm also doing some stand-up comedy. Prestonburg, Kentucky. You heard that right. Yeah, I'm going to Kentucky, Prestonburg, Kentucky. I'm going to be at a Jenny Wiley State Resort on June 7th at 8 p.m. I think that's a free show. And Brooklyn, I'll be doing uh, some comedy on June 14th at Friends and Lovers, 8 p.m. Also a free show. Now I can tell you what I finally want to tell you about. Oh my gosh, I had such a fun weekend. Went to Hacienda on Saturday night, and I had such a fun time and i had no idea i would a lot of my friends i knew weren't going to be there um at this 
past weekend's hacienda. That made me very nervous because I, I didn't I didn't know if I was gonna have my like um, escape routes, my people I can go to to just chit chat with when I'm feeling nervous or scared or unsexy or whatever, right? So I really had to challenge myself to to talk to new people, introduce myself, God forbid, flirt with women. Oh my gosh, how scary is that? And I just I I can't remember the last time I had such a a really fucking fun night, uh, sexy night out. Uh, so you know, so within five minutes of being at this party, I went to the bartending station to drop off my bottle of whiskey. Instantly recognized the bartender as this chick Nikki, who I've been like meet. We've ta- we've known each other on the internet for a while, but we've never actually met up in person. Even though we always talk about it, so that was exciting. But as soon as I got to the bartending station, this guy like introduced himself, and then I saw him, Billy, and he said, "Billy Persida," and I was like. Oh boy, that's either really good or really bad. If you already know my name, <laughs> which happened a few times in the night, like a lot of people were like, "Are you Billy Persida?" I was like, "Yeah," and then I was just waiting to find out if they were going to be like, "Yeah, I've heard great things," or they're like, "Keep your sticker." But this guy's like, "Oh, Billy Persida, dude, I love your podcast," and I was like, "Oh gosh, I feel great." This is the best way we could have started this sex party is by a total stranger recognizing me and loving the show and not yelling at me. And and this happened in various forms, not necessarily always podcast related, but in, in different ways throughout the night. And I learned through this party, there are more people who secretly like me than secretly don't like me. And that's one of my big concerns when I go to a space. I mean, whether it's a sex party or a house party or a comedy venue, I'm always kind of nervous. Like, uh, they don't want me here. These people don't think I'm funny. These people think I'm some sort of monster on Twitter. Like, whatever it is. So I just kind of always assume that if I don't know you, there's a chance you don't like me already. And it was a really beautiful, eye-opening experience and, and validating evening for me to learn that, like, no. There's people who know who I am and like me. Yes, there are people who know who I am and don't like me, but they are outnumbered. And there's plenty of people who don't know me, which is like ideal. I, you know, I talked to a lot of people. I shook a lot of hands. I introduced myself. Um, I flirted with some women. Sometimes that was returned. Sometimes it wasn't like just it was a lot of the things I'm always petrified to. It was a lot of the things I'm always terrified to do. And I did it. And I was really happy about it. Uh, fooled around with this one really, really, oh my gosh, so super cute redhead who, uh, like we just kind of hit it off and she wouldn't stop complimenting me. Like while we're making out and fooling around, she just kept being like, you're so hot. You're so sexy. You're adorable. You're and those blue eyes. Oh my gosh. You have a great dick. And I'm like, oh my gosh. Like just keep, yeah, I don't even need to. Fuck you. Just keep saying these things. I'll come. If you give me enough compliments and say you love my podcast, I will just come no hands. <laughs> I think I'm a, I think I say it in this episode, but like maybe I'm just an egosexual. Maybe that's how I should identify. I had a good time with her. Um, later on in the evening, I, you know, I wasn't really connecting with anyone. Smoked a little bit of weed with a friend. And then I kind of just stumbled my way upstairs to this room because I was like, you know what? I'm really horny. And before I go tonight, I kind of just want to go jerk off in a sexual space. And I I go to the second floor and there was a room where 
There's like three people there. And one of the people was a chick I was talking to earlier in the night. Seemed nice enough. And she was about, she was getting ready to fool around with this guy. And I kind of just plopped down this seat near them. And I was just like, hey, do you mind if I watch? And she was like, yeah. And then she checked with him because consent and guys should get to have agency too. And she was like, hey, do you mind if he watches us? And he's like, yeah, sure. And uh, yeah, no, they let me watch. And I just like kind of sat back and stroked my cock and... And I was high, so it felt amazing. And I just really enjoyed my space that like I kind of created for myself. And a lot I think there's definitely this um concern of like dudes who masturbate solo at sex parties. Are they creepy? Are they weird? I think it depends. Like, how are you doing it? Because you can definitely be the creepy jerky McJerkerson at a play party. And you kind of want to avoid it. It's not a great look. But I genuinely, like, people kind of came in and out of that room over the course of let's that scene. And, like, really just, I didn't care. I was like, I'm having a really good time. This couple is really cute. They're fucking. They know I'm watching. She even once asked, like, hey, do you want me to, like, turn so that you can see better? And I was like, oh, my gosh, you're so sweet. No, keep doing your thing. Put his dick back in your mouth. And I just got to enjoy like a night, like some some solo love and time, while they did theirs, came nicely, and uh, I said away. I didn't get up in their personal space. I didn't like start trying to direct them. I just appreciated that they, you know, gave me permission to watch, and uh, and I didn't encroach upon anyone else. You know, like I made sure there was a clear zone before I came. You know, you don't want to accidentally come on someone. That's Definitely not a good look. And I just kind of danced my way home. It was a, it was a great night. Let's get to an email. This one comes from Jay with subject line, reopen old wounds. Jay writes, I'm so stoked that your podcast found its way into my ear holes. I listened to your episode with your genderqueer ex and oh man, that one hit close to home. Of course, she's referring to my episode uh, with Shay. That's episode 260. My ex and I dated and lived together for about a year, and it's been about a year since I broke it off. I was really angry at him for a long time because of some behaviors and not-so-kind words that were consistently thrown around, particularly the night I ended it. Long story short, it was a thoroughly fucked-up night followed by a thoroughly fucked-up month and a half while I, sort of, patiently waited for him to move out. I definitely played my own part in this destructive and unhealthy relationship, but I feel I handled it with a bit more grace and kindness. Anyways, the way you and Shay spoke to one another during your pod sounded very familiar, especially the parts when the two of you weren't on the same page about a situation or event. I have so much respect for your willingness to backtrack to painful scenarios for the sake of maybe getting past it or helping someone else get past their trauma. The way you navigated the conversation was really inspiring to me and made me want to have a similar conversation with my ex. The thought of that mildly terrifies me, and I have a hard time believing it will be worth the trouble and pain of discussing what was done and what I thought I left in the past. On the other side of that coin, I definitely still have some processing to do. I just don't know if that's the best way to go about it. What do you think? Could we benefit from processing together? When uh, might it be a good time to backtrack? Did you feel better after your conversation with Shay? Thanks for all you do. Mad respect, Jay. P.S. Please enjoy my artsy as fuck booby pick 
Uh, and it is a nice, artsy, outdoorsy, eco-friendly, topless shot. Uh, she all she's she's cute. Uh, but you know, hey, you know, Jay, thank you for such a kind email. I'm uh, I'm also glad that my show found its way to your ear holes. You know, the Shay episode was legit the hardest one I've ever done. Okay, and I've. I've talked to heartbreakers. I talked about Paige in front of a, a live audience. I carried on a whole conversation while getting a hand job. And like Shay was the most difficult podcast I've ever done emotionally. I, you know, I, I, I hate to disappoint anyone, but I did not feel that much better afterwards. Content wise, they felt great. I was like, people who like the show are going to love this episode but, you know, I, I, as soon as they left my apartment, I, like, hugged my roommate and cried. Because I didn't feel closure. It didn't answer a lot of questions I wanted. I didn't, I, I, I was disappointed with myself. And I told you all this uh, during the intro of that episode. But, like, I, I was disappointed in myself in part because I fell right back into my old role. My old overly apologetic role from the relationship. And, you know, they were very guarded off during the podcast. So, like, yeah, I know it was a great episode, but, you know, hey, let's remove the show from it. I didn't get that much closure. And I felt like they came in and held back when I laid it bare out there. So I don't know if you'll benefit from having a similar conversation. I don't know if people will benefit from conversations with their exes in the way that I do it. I do think that the microphones uh, are helpful for what I do because there's a sense of accountability. If you want to start yelling at someone, people are going to hear you yelling at them. Um, if if you say one thing and then later you claim you didn't, it's recorded. And I do enjoy that. I mean, obviously, if an ex reached out to me and said, like, I want to chat, but I don't want to do the podcast, I'll have that conversation. But like, I will make mention to them that the microphones do add this sense of accountability that I do think is um, meaningful. So I, it, it's going to be up to you. It, it depends on a whole lot of factors if that's going to be a productive conversation. You know, obviously, I, I tend to wait a bit before I reach out to exes. Shay was a um, exception in the sense of they reached out to me. So, yeah, I, I don't know. That's up to you. Hope that uh, helped. But thanks for the email and thanks for the titties. That was really nice. Uh, <laughs> if you want to send me a similar email with or without titties or, you know, a branded dick pic, because we all know that Billy just likes his name on stuff that that's probably the one thing I share with Trump is yeah, I'm turned on. If you put my name on a thing. So if you put my name on your dick, I'll be like, that's a great dick, but <laughs> you can send me a, an email with your comments, your questions, whatever to man at at gmail.com. All right. Before I introduce you to, um, just such a rad chick, uh, Kristen and the, the feels I may or may not have felt after our recording. Uh, it's time for the fan horror appreciation moment. Let's get through it kind of quickly. Hey, uh, this is the part of the podcast where I like to shout out some of the amazing people who support the Man Horror Podcast and yours truly on Patreon. It's not just a support system, people. You get a lot of value. You get access uh, to over 100 bonus episodes. Uh, you get access to private sex positive discussion groups and oh so much more so right now i want to say thank you to randy harden do i make you randy baby no because that's the only reference i have for the word randy but yeah that's a that's still a pretty cool name dude thanks for being uh cool and supporting the show 
I want to say thank you to Blaze, who she was an accidental patron. She meant to support a different Patreon page, accidentally pledged to mine, asked for a refund. Hey, which I gave her because I understand we all make mistakes. But she was so intrigued by the name Man Whore Podcast. She went and gave it a listen, showed back up and and became a member again. Ain't that great. So thank you for uh, for sticking around. And a shout out to the big man, Chris, who has one of those coveted peep show slots. The peep show is, of course, our, our super naughty kick group where we just share nudes, gifts, and compliments all day, right? And kick caps the groups at 50 members. Not my decision, right? So the kick group is full right now, but we have people still pledging at this level and are excited to get in and they're on the waiting list. So actually what's going to happen is I think when we have like three or like, like another three people, I'm going to start like a sexy training ground. We're going to have a separate group where people on the waiting list can practice their, their angles, the composition of their nudes, um, finding good, sexy memes, and they can get good practice. So that way, when they show up to the peep show, when a spot opens up for them, oh boy, they're going to be ready. And uh, and Chris knows all about that because he's in there. So thanks, buddy. And you too can become a member and support this podcast, as well as uh, receive a slew of great rewards, connect with awesome, like-minded listeners. Head on over to patreon.com slash podcast. Membership begins at just $2 a month, and you can cancel at any time. Again, it's patreon.com, P-A-T-R-E-O-N.com slash podcast. And now for this week's guest, Kristen. Oh, gosh. Kristen and I met on Tinder uh, a ways away back. It was actually, I went out with her. We, I met up with her right after recording um, This Is Why You're Single, which uh, was a really fun episode of that show. If, if y'all have ever checked out that podcast, I highly recommend. It's a fun show. And yeah, we just kind of nerded out about like sex and Dan Savage and all this fun stuff. And uh, we ended up fucking for like a while. I want to say like the better we we were sleeping with each other for like the better part of a year. You know, here and there. And um, oh, she's just she's just really cool. And she loves comedy, loves comedy. And that was something I just I distinctly remember about her was like we could just kind of nerd out about comedy. Like it'd show up, you know, we talk about stand up a bit. Fuck. Maybe talk a little bit more about it. Fuck again. Sometimes we instead we talk about politics because she's super politically active, which is also like a big turn on. I haven't seen her in a couple years. I have reached out there trying to be like, hey, you want to like do that whole naked thing again? And you'll hear what her response to that was and why uh, soon enough. But yeah, so she's uh, I, I I don't know why I got towards as the conversation went forward, we kind of really fell right back into our banter. And I don't know, I got a little feelings and I got a little nervous. And when the mics were off, I was like, hey, you know, like, if you ever want to do things again, you know, I'm you know, I think you're really cute and fun. She's so cool. I don't know why uh, I didn't call her sooner. So boo, Billy, yay for you, because you get to hear me chat. With Kristen. Well, uh, Kristen, it's great to see you again. <laughs> yeah. It's been a couple years. I, has it been a couple years? I think, well, almost. I I don't know the last time we saw each other, but I do know that we, I don't think we hooked up after my breakup because I think, no. I think that was why we stopped seeing each other was yeah. I was all like, 
hey, Paige just Paige and I just broke up. I need some time. Yeah. And then I just think it we never got back into things. I also met someone like a month or two later yeah. and that got serious real quickly. Yeah. Um and so that was the that was September of 2017. Okay. We met in like November of 2016. Accurate. So yeah, so something like that. Yeah. Uh very good very good signposts of time. I may have, <laughs> I may have done some research before you got <laughs> Just been like, when was that? Okay. Okay. No, that's helpful. <laughs> um yeah, no, that that totally checks out. Cause I actually I remember before that you were like, Yeah, um, so like Paige and I are trying like just closing the relationship kind of or like not sleeping with other people or something or maybe maybe it was just you were like I, do, I think it was just the breakup because we never actually because I mean that was part of the reason why we would break up was because she wanted to close the relationship and I was like I just don't right and so like I had sex partners that I really enjoyed I yeah. I like having sex with like sex with you is yeah. fun like I didn't yeah. want to stop doing that right um there was someone who I started to see that I thought oh this could be a romantic thing right and so I was like I didn't feel like closing those off uh, right yeah. and and I just remember like being surprisingly kind of bummed about it because well I know Aww. I know well because yeah because obviously having sex with you is fun but also, I don't know that <laughs> okay well, I know having sex, sex with you is fun I do uh, not know what it's like for all of you people <laughs> <laughs> it is fun otherwise I would not I would not deign to continue. <laughs> Who knows? Oh, it wasn't because I had a condo. Yeah, right. It definitely wasn't that. <laughs> Ew, I still feel so gross about that. <laughs> um, but uh, no, because also like when you have sort of like a fuck buddy like relationship with someone, um, like when you cut out the fucking, then it's like, oh, but but we're buds. Like, do we still get to hang out? Like, mm. and that's what I was like sad about. I was like, I feel like, you know, we're like, like friends actually. And so I knew it meant like, oh, we probably are going to hang out a lot less. Mm. And I remember like processing that with one of my friends and she was like, wait, so like, do you like him? Do you like want to date him? And I was like, no, that's why it's so confusing. <laughs> like I'm, I'm genuinely sad and also not wanting to date him. I don't, right. I don't get it. You've also you're also like the first poly guy that I've ever like been involved with. And so I remember that was kind of like a mind fuck. And my friends were like, wait, so you're really not you, it, it's totally chill. And I'm like, yeah, it's kind of freeing. It's <laughs> like, yeah, I'm it's it's it makes things uncomplicated for me, not for him, but oh. <laughs> I imagine. Yeah. But for me, it's like I was just like, yeah, no, I kind of like know where things stand and like what's, you know what the expectations are and it's like kind of relaxing and nice for me <laughs> no, i didn't i didn't know you saw me as such a uh, friend person i probably would have tried to hang out more i guess um yeah it, you know i'm actually going through that right now as i so i cut things off with someone who i was mm. seeing for like uh like about three months mm. and i cut things off because i could tell she wanted a romantic relationship and i was pretty certain that i didn't want a romantic relationship yeah. with her and then I also my libido was like in the fucking tank for a few months. Yeah. And so I was like, I don't know if I don't want to fuck you or if I just don't want to fuck anyone. Yeah. Which then means we just we spend and then we were texting. She's one of those like nonstop texting people, yeah. which I used to be. I've been trying to wane myself off of that. Yeah. But it's like I'd be putting a lot of this like all this energy and bandwidth and 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 mental stuff towards a person I'm not having sex with, who essentially is just a friend that I make out and cuddle with. And I'm like. 
I could be using that time in more productive ways. Right. So or I or like spread that around to the many friends I'm sure you have. Right. That, right. <laughs> that yeah. are friends that you're not fucking. Yeah. Because we were essentially, and, and that it felt like a breakup. Yeah. Like kind of proved my point where I was yeah. like, look, this feels like a breakup, and that's kind of why this I want to cut this off. Yeah. And she's having a hard time because she's like, I see you as a friend, and I want to be able to see you, and I'm like, yeah. I mean, we can, but just not now. Like, let a little time pass. Yeah. But, and so that's been sad to see. And, and and then, like, I see her social media posts, and, and she seems still, still pretty. Yeah, because yeah, I, I think we ended that, like, about a month ago. And, yeah, she was, like, really sad. And I, I guess I didn't realize that uh, people would want to want to have me as a friend. <laughs> uh, I thought it was only good for the sex. <laughs> so, yeah, no, that's been a weird thing, the process, because I'm also – getting used to like not talking to her every day yeah um, but yeah so wow i had i had no idea that that was a, a an element for you yeah well um when you're talking about her i'm like yep that's that's usually me like i'm i feel like because i'm i'm open-minded and like fully you know in support of like alternative models of relationship or like you know i i read sex at dawn it's one of my favorite books i make all my friends wait read that's it. your favorite what's one of your favorite books yeah that's such a dense boring fucking book I i've loved read the- it <laughs> i mean i love what it says i don't nerd. love how he said it i mean I, I guess i listened to the audiobook maybe that makes it i don't know i mean maybe you should have followed ethical sluts example and throw in a lesbian orgy sure. somewhere in the middle for no reason sure because uh, that caught my attention right i mean as it as it would <laughs> um no but like yeah, so again, I sort of like intellectually, I'm like monogamy is a bullshit social construct, huh. blah blah blah. And also, wait, is he sleeping with someone else? I mean, I guess we wait. never talked about it, but like, <laughs> wait, did you have that when you were with me? No, no, no not oh, okay, you. Okay, okay, okay. Yeah, no, because I knew you were. <laughs> sure, sure, sure. And and because like, uh, like I said, I like knew what the deal was before before we even like went on a first date. So right, um, Bumble. Uh, or Tinder. Tinder. Oh, I've since been banned from Tinder. <laughs> Why? They don't tell you. That's you log on and then they're like, no. Oh no! <laughs> That's it. They're just like, bye. Error. Error code four o three o four or whatever. See, like the thing I was talking about with that guy, where like you know we have a responsibility to tell people. Like Tinder should tell you. Like yeah, <laughs> maybe they I could agree. Do a social. A, Same with yeah. Instagram. When I lost my Instagram, they didn't tell me why. Was it because you were naked? I was I was never naked. <laughs> I had one butt shot, and it was the most likes I ever got on a photo. Oh. It's the only time I cracked two hundred. Uh, <laughs> but no, it was a tasteful. And butts are supposed to be allowed on Instagram, so long as you, you just can't have a butthole. Got it. I okay. Don't know, so but keep whatever. the cheeks closed, basically. Yeah, and I kept them closed. Okay. I, no, it was, yeah. So Instagram didn't <laughs> tell me why. But I'm seeing a lot of people um, being banned from Tinder now. Like I'm seeing comics post. And I'm, and I guess it's because like, you're also not allowed to do sexual language, or maybe they've changed their guidelines so that they, oh. they want to tighten things up, which may be because a, of foster Stop! I'm gonna get so turned on by you. <laughs> you even know what that is? That's so sexy. Uh, yeah, no, but it's, it is most likely a fallout from that. Where okay, well now we need to tighten up our language about sex on our platform so that sex workers. We'll have a harder time using the platform for sex work, um, which could get us prosecuted, blah, blah, blah. So, yeah, I, I mean, I wouldn't be surprised if it, if it was that, but I have no idea. Yeah, because my first thought was that it was like, um, you know, they were known as the, the hookup app. Mm. Um, 
And so maybe they're trying to like pivot away from that. Be- but but I, I, don't, I don't I don't think it's as nuanced as that because they've always been wanting to be so broad in general. Right. I really think it has to do with uh, whatever they change in their guidelines. Um, yeah. Want certain language. To- also, people who had photos where I was so relieved I wasn't the only one because for a while I thought like maybe. Paige and all of her friends like g- gathered up and like there's a cabal of angry exes well because it happened it happened you. like around <laughs> the same time that like there was a big blow up on facebook with her so i gotcha. thought maybe that there was a fucking conspiracy all but maybe stands just, just, <laughs> just swarmed on you page stands i had a photo from body painting day yep you and had that in your profile when I did. I met you. Yep. yep. And so maybe maybe that's why I got taken down. Because like although it was censored, maybe it was implied nudity is not allowed. So. Well, Who knows? Well, you also had in your profile uh <laughs> I, no, I know what it said. Yeah. yeah. So uh, No, you can you can say it. <laughs> uh I don't know. It was something like hey, like very short little blurb about you, and then like can I eat your pussy? And then like tongue emoji, like I think squirty, <laughs> like water droplets. I think it was more like uh, mostly looking to go down on pretty yes. women and eat pizza. Yep, yep. That's all right. See, you know, you know your. I mean, I you know your profile. <laughs> it was one of my earliest bios, and I was like, I, it's like the what it says on my business card. I felt like I got it right the first time. I my when I was twenty, I got a business card, and it said, "If you Google me and find an old guy in a suit, that's my dad." <laughs> In my business card for almost 10 years. And so similarly, when I, I wrote that bio, I was like, I don't need another bio if I don't want one. I mean, I feel like it it pretty much sums it up. And I was just like, who is this freakazoid? Uh, and am I equally enough of a freakazoid to be like, yep, I'll go on a date with this person. And it turns out I was. And you were. It was yeah. great. <laughs> no, that was actually sort of like, I don't know. I don't. I don't want to say my slutty days are over, but I feel like I, mean, I hope they're not. Yeah, <laughs> but uh, no, actually, like last year, I sort of had like like a non. Uh, I wasn't. I wasn't uh, an incel. I was a a volcel, I guess. <laughs> a voluntary uh, celibate. <laughs> yeah, like um, it wasn't really planned, but I just was kind of like I don't know just kind of disgusted by like men and no ladies wanted to fuck me. So. <laughs> and no chicks don't want to fuck you. Well, I also just like, don't know what to do. I've like only, I've only had sex with one girl and okay. she came on to oh, me. Oh, I remember that. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I, yeah. That was, that was fun. That was an event. <laughs> that was an event. <laughs> you had a story. Uh, yeah. Wait. So, so you don't know how to hit on women or you don't know what to do when you're with them? Uh, I don't know how to hit on them. I mean, I, I'm I'm probably not good at hooking up with girls as far as like compared to I mean well definitely not compared to lesbians that actually know what they're doing but I feel like you know uh, whatever practice okay (laughs) yeah yeah exactly basically I'm more confident I'm much more confident with my my sexual savviness (laughs) with with guys but um, yeah no it's mostly just like I don't know how to hit on them and also um, you know I don't want to like step on any toes because yeah. i'm like mostly straight so you know i understand like lesbians being like get like stay in your lane and and i don't feel like i'm i fully identify as bi because i don't know i don't feel like i'm like a marginalized person like i don't feel you don't like have to i'm be like, marginalized <laughs> you don't have to feel marginalized to be bi you have to be into to be by your pan you have to not be into only one 
I mean, I know, th- I know Dang. technically, yes, but as, as like a guilty social justice person, like, you know, I've got my white guilt. I've got my like heteronormativity guilt. I've got, you know, whatever. I, well, so, it, you, you know, because you, when I asked, you know, oh, what do we identify as? You were like heteroflexible. I rolled my eyes. Like, I guess we can talk about that term. That's a silly, pointless term for people who don't want to commit to something. Basically. But I also like, I don't know. I don't want to be like a poser either. Like, I don't. It's uh, not po- anyone yeah. who calls you a poser. I, look, I've been getting this. With, I've been thinking about this with gender recently. Yeah. Because like, Billy might not be sure. And or like, the definitions might have changed where I go like, I'm sure I just technically now fit this thing more based on the new up the new update. So uh, whatever. And yeah. and I've said like, I feel like if I started using, let's say like they, them pronouns or mm-hmm. some anything other than the boy stuff that yeah. I look like pe- the queer world would be pissed because I didn't, I, I'm not going to change how I, I'm still going to dress like shit. I'm not going <laughs> to get a cool haircut. And they're going to be like that, but you can't, be genderqueer and just keep looking like <laughs> an out of shape high school football athlete. How dare you? Or, so, or like the um the protagonist uh male character in a sitcom with like a really hot wife. Are you trying to call me Kevin James? Because I'll be insulted because he is a try, I'm, trying to call I, you. I'm way prettier than Kevin James. <laughs> I am you working really hard to be thinner than Kevin James. Uh, no, you're not calling you Kevin James. <laughs> uh, I feel like that's the main dude who's like, you know, always uh, outdoing himself. Uh, no. Um, yeah. Just the idea of like, if I wanted to think differently about, feel differently about my gender in the way that we're talking about gender these right. days, um, I just feel like. I'm not going to present differently. So like right. what people are going to think I'm a poser, but I'm not supposed to care what other people think. Right. And if, if like some queer person or some queer people were mad that all of a sudden I realized I identify differently, they're assholes just like any other bigot. Right. So fuck anyone who were like, no, you're not really bi because you haven't been bi since high school. Right. Like we did. You haven't yeah. been on all the tumblers. Like we did. We did research. <laughs> it's like, fuck you. I just, fi- I just figured it out now. Yeah. But I think also like, you know, the thing with labels is like it, it's how you identify and also what that label actually means. Like, you know, choosing to identify with it or not is part of that identity. And like I, you know, I if so if. I, but I I disagree because I don't get to choose whether or not I want to identify as white. Because if I had an option, I'd say no, unless I'm applying for a loan. Well, I mean, but that then, one is more of a black and white situation, not intending to. I'm be sorry, applying. excuse me. There are so many different shades than black and white. All right, okay, fine. no, all right, but fine, but all you right, know what right, I mean. It's yeah. like I can't if if I you know like there's just certain things where that you are or you aren't. And look, I'm not gonna make the rules. I'm not gonna even involve like. It's, my opinion doesn't matter because I don't make right. policy. I'm not an elected official. I don't lead a thing. I do right. a dumb sex show and that's it. It's harmless. Yeah. Uh, but like, yeah, no, at some like as all these debates about the labels happen, at some point they're going to have to figure something out and the labels will have to mean something because things need to mean something. That's it's why we have words. Yeah. But I mean, not to like take it from zero to a hundred, but like, you know, Please. It, to use the, to use I'm never afraid example. to go there with you because we would go zero to 100 and then you would still have sex with me afterwards. <laughs> so true. I have seen no consequence of going to a hundred with you. Fair, fair. Um, no, but like, I don't know. Thinking about the term rape, like there's plenty of, of yeah, I just told you, like, Did you hear about I the consensual you. rape guy. Uh, which one? Uh, that, I think it was a Missouri, uh, rep. 
I knew I knew he was going to be a legislator. Uh. Yeah. Oh no, definitely a legislator. Absolutely, he's definitely an old white guy. Just yeah, exactly. He said that when he used to be like a DA, that most of his um, most of his rape cases weren't like guy coming out of the bush rapes. It was like date rapes and consensual rapes. You know, like fun rapes. Yeah, fun. (laughs) You know, like. The good kind. Uh, right. The kind where your women's bodies spontaneously, you know, just eject that. No one has no one has rape fantasies about date rape. That's you know. <laughs> I think they do, yeah. I think I do. I mean I I I genuinely I've talked about this before, but I have a rape fantasy of like a woman raping me. Like I do have out. that. <laughs> <laughs> uh, well, when then I discovered heavy indica strains with my ex, and then we were able to realize some of that. But oh, um, nice. actually, the last oh my god, the last time I had sex with her, uh, I used her, which means that's enough of a hint for y'all to know. Cool, but but I was on the rape fantasy. I was like, actually, the last time we had sex, um, I was like very much incapacitated with like a heavy indica, mm-hmm. and I probably the look on my face was something akin to. <laughs> very hot <laughs> yeah just like totally out of it um but i mean yeah well that's i'm I'm glad that you got that huh. got that fantasy Sorry. realized because i remember <laughs> you mentioning yeah oh you, you mentioned it before and you were like yeah i just i don't know how to do the logistics and I was oh like, yeah that was with that. <laughs> that was back when we were pondering like i don't know do we roofie me like yep. would that, where do you get roofies <laughs> right. and like is, a dealer is there like an ethical you know supplier of roofies <laughs> yeah because you text a dealer for cocaine that could be for anything but you text a dealer for roofies like that's only for one thing it, and also they're a dealer that deals roofies like they're only like but then where do these roofies come from i refuse to believe that it's some like shitty rapist in his you know basement doing like breaking bad right just like making his own roof and all it's like but but, so you sorry you brought up the when we were were talking about the terms and labels and definitions and you said let's take the term rape and then i did what i normally do and i interrupted a woman (laughs) <laughs> it's okay you have a very feminine energy so <laughs> you i feel like i give you a lot of passes on things that would come off as toxic masculinity from others because you you have a very gentle soul Billy. Mm. <laughs> just caressed my cheek <laughs> um but yeah well so I, I brought that up because it's like okay yeah there's like a legal definition of rape but also, if someone comes to you and is like, yeah, this weird thing happened last night. Like, I wasn't really into it. I, I mean, I guess I technically, I never said the word no, but I didn't really want it to have, like, I was that rape? Like, who are we? To, like, if, if that person wants to call that rape and that's what's going to help them process it, like, uh, uh, I mean, well, uh, I'm just, I'm just pointing this out as like a, everything is a shade of gray. If we're in a court of law, that's different. But- right, but the, that's the that's the thing with the term rape because the ra- rape is a legal term; it's a crime. Right, and right. And so we, it's it, that's why I'm not a fan of getting. I'm not murky saying they're. I'm mixing. not saying they're like uh, they're they're apples want- to oranges. They're apples to oranges comparing that with like gender labels or mm. or you know orientation, um, because. Yeah, it's. I mean, I still think, I still think, I still think things need to. They don't have to make sense right now. I think right now we are in a very revolutionary time when it comes to section and dating and gender politics and all that. Yeah. Um, but at some point, there's going to need to be some settled definition because you can't educate people if 
10 different people are going to give you a totally different definition for the same word. They're never going to get on board. They're never going to vote for us. They're going to think we're all fucking stupid and silly and, and uh, snowflakes and all that stuff. Eventually we need, there needs to be, you know, a, a solid thing. I'm not the one to do it. But whoever is, whatever communities need to get together and chat, <sighs> that needs to happen one day because we there's still this massive need to educate the rest of the country sure. who maybe don't hate certain types of people but don't understand what the fuck gender queer means. I barely know what it means different from non-binary, different from gender non-conforming. Right. So we got three terms that might be the same thing, might not. I don't fucking know. And if and if this guy doesn't know, then how the fuck right. do you expect the guy in, you know, Nebraska to know? Right. But like, and if that guy, guy doesn't Nebraska... know, he's not gonna vote our way. Well, I mean, I don't know. It's easy for us to say as like two white, like straightish people, like <laughs> privileged people uh where we can frame this and like we have to do this to win the vote. And you know, meanwhile that that guy's like child in Nebraska is like, I want to be recognized as a, as who I am and live in my truth and you know have my dad use the proper pronouns and like does does their dad have to become a gender scholar? No, but like, do, and does he have to know the proper definition? He just has to know like what his kid's definition of it is. Yes and no. Like, I mean, I think at some point he, that needs to be something that can be applicable. Like we, you know, you need to understand what it is people are upset about when you're trying to make someone care about an issue. They don't understand. Like, I didn't understand trans stuff. Yeah. But when I did understand what being trans was or I got an idea, I was like, oh my gosh, this <laughs> needs to be fixed now. All this right. is terrible. Right. It was so much not a big deal to me before I had a better understanding of what all that is. But it's not because you like read a dictionary definition. I'm sure it was like you talked to, to some trans people. Yeah, but there were there was also some like consistent definition to, for the most part. You yeah. know, like there's a there, a general consensus of what something means. Yeah. Like the demisexual thing, everyone. Stop rolling your eyes. Okay, I'm not gonna care that much. Not gonna rail about it for a half hour. It's just, you know, an opinion I have. It's harmless. I'll I'll go back and listen to that episode. Oh gosh. <laughs> oh gosh. Um yeah. <laughs> well so so you're you're dating. Yes. You got a person thing going yeah. on. Ish. Uh, ish, exactly. Yeah. That's why I call it person thing. Yeah. We don't we're not person using the thing. BF term yet. Yeah. What's going on there? Um it's it's complicated. Actually, I met him like the same week I met you. Oh, so you've known him a fucking long yeah. time. Yeah. It's been very drawn out, but only recently kind of become more of like an actual thing. Mm. Um, But yeah, he was just like going through some shit and kind of like generally emotionally unavailable <laughs> as, mm. a, as a person. Um, And yeah, so I basically there's been like, you know, 10 to 15 different different moments where I'm like, that's it. I'm This is it. I'm done. And, and then like, he'll text me a few days later, like, hey, we should hang out. And I'm like, yep. Okay. All right. <laughs> yep. Uh, how's the condo? <laughs> yeah. Me and me and that guy, we're still going. Start, you know. It's his emotional condo. He's like, hey, I have this really nice emotional condo. I'll sometimes let you inside of. <laughs> right. Yeah. And it's not even that nice. Like, <laughs> oh, God. But, then, but then it sounds like there's like, when there's those 10, 15 moments, it sounds like there's you know, five to ten moments over here where you're like, oh, maybe this can be the a boyfriend. Um, no? Well, so now, yes. Before, I just was an idiot. <laughs> like, you know, just kind of like 
hung up on a guy that all my friends are like, ugh, a time waster? Like, no. He's a time waster? Well, that's how they they saw it. It's easy from the outside to have, you know, logical and accurate views of people (laughs) and like yell at your friends for being dumb. But when you're the dumb one, if you're in it, then, you know, what can you do but be dumb? (laughs) So what's what's the sitch? Like you're saying like he might become a boyfriend or what? like what's your... So like, um, I don't know. We've we've been like regularly hanging out um, like on, you know, a couple times a week. He came to my birthday party and met my friends, which you did. You get points for that. Um, but uh, I was so scared that night, by the way. I know you. I was I was really shocked that you came. I was like, really? You want to come and just hang out with a bunch of my friends that you don't know? You're like, not really. I, yeah, I want to try to do that you. for you. Yeah. No, well, I appreciated that. Um, but uh, yeah, um, I don't know. I kind of like finally flipped out on this guy because it seemed like things were actually sort of going somewhere and then uh i don't know i just i've i was like i was trying to be like cool which which is the the fatal flaw don't try and be cool just like just dye your hair pink Uh, (laughs) that's enough no i mean like i i was just like i want to be like a cool girl like i don't want to be like that crazy bitch that like is all up you know what are we what's are we in a relationship uh which I realizes, you know, problematic that that I was like internalizing that shit. Mm. When really it's just like, you know, I was feeling kind of strung along and sick of the kind of like mixed messages. So we well, had Well, what did you want? So he's known that I want a relationship and like we've had conversations in the past where he's just like I'm not in that place right now. Okay. Um cuz like I said he was like going through some shit like you know, needed like genuinely needed to like focus on him. Um, and, and so I like accepted that, but then was kind of like, all right, so like how much longer you need to, how's the, how's the working on yourself going? You better yet? Like, <laughs> well, so but for you, what's the, what's the, like, I guess the impatience, like, is it cause you're trying to figure out if you need to ditch this guy? Like, yeah. Can you not de? Are you into him so much? You can't just deescalate it to a fuck buddy. Well, I think it was that like, a um, I've known him for over three years okay. at this point. Um, and but, but mostly just because like I felt stupid because like I was I am like super into him and I felt like I was just being kind of pathetic and like, um, you know, so like deep down had this like resentment towards him because I was like feeling kind of crazy and i was like why are you making me that crazy bitch like and and now i'm doing it and like yelling at you and he's just like whoa what is happening and i'm like okay i'm sorry look like here's like i need to know if if this is going somewhere like is this happening or is this nothing like i just i i can't be like in this limbo anymore Mm -hmm. because it seems like things are better with you and like you're interested in pursuing a relationship maybe. And he at the time was, was kind of like, he was kind of noncommittal about it, but, but like, well, you know, let's, let's see what happens. Like, I understand why you're upset. Like, I wish you would have said something sooner. Um, You know, I'll like make an effort to try and like work on the thing, the like specific things that you said were like annoying you. Like, Mm. um, 
you know, he actually texts me back in a timely manner now. Okay. How polite. <laughs> um, but, uh, it's a little bit of training. See what happens. Yeah, yeah, yeah exactly. Um, no, but uh, and so I kind of walked away from that. And was like, okay, I mean, you know, I guess I didn't get everything that I wanted, but like, is I that when better. the year of celibacy started? So. No, no, no. This was recently. Okay. Um, the year of celibacy was before that, though. Okay. It was. It was kind of him related. I also, a, I was like, men are garbage. Except for that one that doesn't want to be my boyfriend. Mm. I don't really want to fuck anybody else. And Billy, like, I would have still wanted to hang out. No. <laughs> well, yeah, you, like, texted me, and I was like, maybe, I don't know. I don't know. Like, I also well, just, I meant, like, wasn't I meant during feeling... the year of celibacy when you That's were all, insane. like. That's Oh. Yeah. When did I hit? Wait, what? Maybe only, like, once or something. Okay. Yeah, I don't know. But, um, yeah, because my friends are like, what are you doing? Like you could just go out and get laid. And I was like, Oh no, I know I can go get laid. I just, I don't know. I just don't feel like it. I, I just kind of had, yeah, like a libido crater, which was weird because I'd been on a really solid streak of being a whore. Yeah. <laughs> Did that fuck with your mind? Oh, Cause like I had a nothing, but from let's say like February until yeah, May 1st when I stopped eating carbs every fucking day. Mm-hmm. Uh, I, yeah, I like didn't want to fuck. And yeah, Oh, yeah. I also, it's like, like a, gained weight and was like, I don't want to be naked. And that was, yeah, that was also part of it. It was at the heaviest I'd ever been in my life. And it Same. was just like, it was like, but I'm the guy who just, like, I'm that, the, the man whore thing. Like, it's weird. So it was like my sense of self was changing. I don't know if you yeah. got any of that. Yeah. Well, and I mean, I, like, I hate the fact that, like, I wish that feeling fat wasn't an inherent part of womanhood in our mm-hmm. society or that, like, um, like I, I resented the fact that I was like, oh, I'm too fat to have sex. And like, I would never think that about someone else, like look at someone else and be like, ugh, you need to whatever. Like, but I was just like, for me, I just, I don't feel like, like I, I feel self-conscious and I also sort of feel like I don't deserve it or with like someone that I'm attracted to. Or also I was like, oh no, what if I like meet someone that like is really hot and cool that I might want to date? And then they're like, Oh, she's like, she's like a pretty face, I guess. But like, and then I'm like, but why would I want to date that person? I don't know. It was just like, like all of these negative societal messages, they do a number on you, even if you Mm. like reject and resent them. And so that was kind of like how I was feeling too. I was just like, I just don't feel sexy or very sexual. Yeah. Also, I just gotten a dog. So I, I was like, you know, all those times where I was like, I just need like, some physical contact and like cuddling. I was just like, Oh dog. So, Have you know, <laughs> yeah, like that part of it. Cause I definitely like, I, I like being a slut in the, the conventional sense, but mm-hmm. also I'm like, now I demand cuddling. You must stay for at least 20 minutes after this is part of it. <laughs> I, um, I legitimately, after I cut things off with this woman recently mm-hmm. and I was still not, I was still low libido, but I still wanted affection. Yeah. Um, I legitimately looked into hiring a professional cuddler. Really? Yeah, I leg- I was like, maybe I like I w- I got to the point where I was favoriting people nice. to see who I would actually want to like maybe book a session with. And then you know, I then I was like, oh, I could just go get a happy ending massage. It's basically the same amount of affection. And then I did that huh, instead. That's true. Um, but yeah, it's like eighty dollars an hour for those cuddlers. For the cu- Whoa. Yeah. I need to look into being a cuddler. Oh, but then, ugh, never mind. But then, but then, and the problem for me was, and the same reason why I don't get normal massages usually, and I only get happy ending <laughs> massages from good masseuses, because like, if it's $80 for the cuddling and my happy ending massage chick's like 120 
Yeah. Which is very low. She undervalues herself. But it gives me an opportunity to tip. Um, <laughs> if it's only this much more, like, right. and then Right. And you get why... a massage out of the deal. Yeah. 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 Um, but th- but I was craving the affection. And, uh, yeah. Yeah. But I, I can't handle a dog. But Yeah. So, so she's great. So, so that you had the year of celibacy, then you've okay. either been back with this guy a bit. Yeah, and, and so after after that conversation, even though he was sort of like, you know that I'm still kind of in a weird place, da da da, like, um, like can't commit to a relationship right now, whatever. He like almost immediately started acting way more boyfriendy, and so like ever since that conversation, I've been like, oh, I'm cool with everything now. Like this is fine. I just, you know. If we had a label, it would be easier for like these kind of conversations where people are like, so do you have a boyfriend or like, what are, what's going on with him? And I'm just like, he's the guy with the whatever. Uh, I don't know. Like just for a shorthand. Yeah. <laughs> or at least to be able to uh, express availability. Right. Because I, yeah. yeah, at this point, like people should stop asking, do you have a boyfriend to f- ask, are you available? They should ask, are you available? Because the boyfriend part's not always right. relevant. Although, yeah, but, but I feel like. At least if we had that conversation, then it would be like I would be committing or not committing to that. And because like right now, like I don't know, because mm-hmm. um, like like I told you, I was like, um, you know, him and I haven't had a conversation. And like, you know, if he went and fucked somebody else, I, I mean, I would be really sad. But like I couldn't be like I couldn't be mad at him because we never talked about it. Right. Um, but. Yeah, so I mean, like, technically, you know, I could, but it's more like, do I want to? And mm. like, yeah. Do you? No. I don't, <laughs> yeah, no, I don't. <laughs> that's what, that's like what I'm grappling with. Like, not just, not, not, not with you specifically or ge- uh, even like just generally. I'm like, mm. I don't, I don't know. Mm. <laughs> like, I, I might feel really bad about it. So you like that? You really like this guy? I do. Yeah. Yeah. Do you love him? he can't listen to this episode now don't tell him that you did say you backed out (laughs) good idea he he was like you're gonna have to send it to me afterwards i definitely want to listen and i was like we'll see (laughs) when when did you realize you love the guy um maybe like like a month ago okay Ugh. (laughs) Kristen. i know (laughs) <laughs> he says it to me when he's drunk sometimes. <laughs> oh, that's how you know I it's re- real. I always respond, no, you don't. Or I just like walk away because I'm like, this is very frustrating for me. But does that become like an angry, like an angry thing where it's like, why can't you tell me this sober? No, I mean, well, we're we're at the point where like, he, uh, he's not even officially my boyfriend. So let's, no, you know, one yeah, thing at a time. Sure. <laughs> but you've been, you and know. I know, I know he can't when he's sober because he's emotionally stunted and. You know all that jazz. <laughs> Sounds like a winner. You're doing yep. great. Yep. Um, Thanks. All my friends agree with you. <laughs> they should listen to this podcast. Then they're allowed to. That's fine. <laughs> oh, fantastic! Yeah. Hi, uh, everyone. You know, <laughs> welcome I, new listeners. I just want to make sure it's not only me who thinks this because then they'll think it's for nefarious reasons. When I'm like, no, no, no. Others have got support here. Yeah, yeah. No, you wouldn't be alone. <laughs> me like this guy. Right. Yeah. But <laughs> how'd you meet him? uh on tinder okay okay yeah what, but, what, what do you like about the guy uh you're making me embarrassed <laughs> good um i don't know he's just like oh i don't want to talk about this anymore we can come back to it okay okay well actually um no but I, I met him on t- on tinder and uh like then met him the same week that i met you mm. and then that same week i or like basically i used to go in like 
like batches of three, basically. I would like, you know, set up dates with like three different people and then like sort of see where all those went and then sort of like go back and get three more. Mm. Um, and uh, so, yeah, you, him, we know where the, sh- the shook out. And then the third one was interesting because this guy uh, was the guy that I pegged. Yes, high five. <laughs> um, and I vague. Oh wait, did this think, was around my time period? Yeah. Oh, I think you told me about this. Yeah. Um, I, I like because I I care about like you know sex positivity and like breaking down barriers and whatever. Um, whenever someone seems like they have a sexual hang up, I'm like, no, let's get into this. I'm here for you. Like, because I'm just like. I feel like it's my duty to society and also I have a weird thing where I like want to help men that are damaged but that's another Ooh, story. That's, that's yeah, that's for your therapist podcast. Yep, yep, yep exactly. <laughs> <laughs> um but uh but so like this guy he was just like I don't know you can I mean you can always tell when someone is like oh, do you have, like, a fantasy? And you're like, sure, here's this. And they're like, but do you have any other... Fa- but And I'm like, I'm sorry, do you have a... If you have one, please share it. Yeah, this like, is, we're not going to play the game where, like, you. I just keep listing stuff until we hit the one you want me to say. Right, right. Like, Be a big boy. Right, exactly, yeah. And this this guy clearly, like, was having some some issues with, like, you know, what it said about his masculinity or whatever that he, like, wanted to get pegged. Um, And I was like... And, and he was just like, yeah, no, I, I mean, I've never even like, or I told one other girl and she, she like really shamed me and made me feel pathetic. And I was like, well, she sucks. I'm really sorry. Mm-hmm. And he was like, would you be in, would you be willing to do it? And I was like, that's not the way to phrase it, dude. Would you I know. be willing? Oh, gross. He just seems so sad and pathetic. I'm like, <laughs> I know this was, this was a pity peg. <laughs> a pity peg. <laughs> <laughs> And, uh, yeah, and, and also he bought some, like, shitty, like, plastic, like, I, I was like, if you buy the strap on, like, dude, sure, if you're gonna, if you're gonna buy your fantasy, like, don't go don't, cheap yeah. on your, fa- it's your Ex- fantasy. Exactly. <laughs> yeah. But he, like, he actually talked me into letting, letting him film it, like, from, from, like, neck down, because he was, like, I, I won't show your face. Like a tripod setup? No, no, no. He just set up oh, his phone okay. um, because he was like, clearly this was like his life's fantasy. And I was like, all right, well, uh, as part of my gift to you, sure. And I mean, I was I was wearing a bra. I was wearing underwear. So I was like, I'm basically, this is basically just like the torso of a woman wearing a bathing suit, like with a strap on. Yeah. <laughs> like he was the one that was fully like butt cheeks spread wide like he's like get the angle and i'm just like all right get the angle i'm sorry mr spielberg right? what the fuck i know i know oh that's wild yeah so so that was around yeah so that was around when we were yeah. seeing each other and so 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 things and so we stopped hooking up since you don't want to tell me why you love this guy we can tell, <laughs> go back to us we we stopped hooking up after i break up Paige and i break up and I don't reach out, don't really remember why, probably because I started dating um, yeah. my ex, Shay, who um, came like kind of afterwards. But, you know, I, why why didn't you ever hit me up? Because I was like in that weird like libido crater. Okay. Like other than that guy, uh, I don't think I fucked anybody else. Hmm. So, yeah. Whoa. 
I might need to refer to my list, but <laughs> I, mean, I haven't had sex with anyone in uh, over a month. So, like, yeah, I get it. it uh, for me, a month is a celibate year. Yes, yes. That's, yeah. Um... <laughs> yeah, I understand. <laughs> um, but yeah, no. Uh, and like, every time that you hit me up, I felt bad because I was like, I know I'm just like being so noncommittal. And which but... is, which is, we're talking about like in the the more recent months when I started doing that again, right? Yeah, and then okay. I think like if, if slash I feel like you probably hit me up once or twice. And I'm just like, giving them like area. timeline. Of, yeah, like, yeah, when, uh, yeah. I did. I re- I did not originally I reach out to do the podcast. I was like, hey, like let's get naked oh, again. Yeah, yeah, um, yeah, 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 that, yeah. That, that was kind yeah. of a more recent thing. Yeah, and yeah, um, and and I was being non-committal, not because I was like just annoyingly couldn't wouldn't say no i was just like genuinely like i don't know because before i was like i just am not feeling sex in general and then like now i'm like i don't know if i'm gonna be rattled with guilt or like you know feel weird about or you know end up shattering this poor boy's trust in another human (laughs) that i've been trying to establish so i don't know it's complicated are you still in your um not feeling sexy mode or no um i mean i've like been fucking him okay yeah cool that's it's been restored <laughs> although the, the problem is like i i'm always like hey you want to fuck and he's like what my back hurts and i'm like what are you are you not you know my back is working <laughs> just fine or like I, i'm just like what is uh, there's a naked girl next to you like not not to be all like gender stereotypes but like come on <laughs> like <laughs> it's rough i mean because like especially I, I i can't speak for this guy but for me there's yeah. the aspect i already talked about where it's like i i i'm there's a persona almost that people put on to me or they exaggerate what i put out there to think yeah. i'm always I, billy be fucking right well, it's it's three o'clock what's he up to i don't know he's probably fucking that's i feel like what people sometimes perceive yeah but then there's also the masculinity aspect like i mean when i was going through this low libido time with this girl that I was yeah. you know I, I told you about you know we'd be in bed we'd be naked my dick would be hard she'd be holding it wanting to have sex and i'd look and i'd be like i don't want to do anything with that like I'd like huh. it w- this wouldn't be like oh I can't get hard because I'm low libido I'd yeah. be like my body will fuck I'd be like I don't want to yeah. she'd be like I like yeah. lazy sex I'd be like I don't <laughs> yeah no I, I it, get that. it's a mind it's fuck weird. so yeah. like because it uh, it's uh, you know they we think that dudes are supposed what noise was that that I made by the way <laughs> I don't know but I liked it. <laughs> Well, that's something you can examine later. <laughs> I don't know if there's a porn for you. Uh, I'm but. sure there is. There must be somewhere. <laughs> uh, hotmovies.com, promo code manhor. No, so uh, <laughs> search mumbling and just see what pops up. That's what I'm going to... There's got to be ASMR. Well, that's what the porn, ad reads going to sure. be this week. Mumbling. <laughs> porn? Question mark. Great. Uh, but, but there is, since we do believe that dudes are supposed to want to fuck all the time when someone's um willing and sometimes even when they're not willing it's yeah. a, it's a mind fuck to yourself as a man like i can fuck somebody wants to fuck me and i don't want to fuck what's that say about me am i less right. than a man so there's there's right. definitely that uh, yeah I, I wonder if the guy you know is going through a similar thing probably i mean i know like you know he's dealing with like depression and stuff so obviously like you know i don't want to like I don't want to be like, what? Does your dick not work? Oh, self-fulfilling prophecy. No, yep. it definitely doesn't. You know, like, um, and also, like, 
I have depression, like I get it, you know. Um, but but because of those stupid gender stereotypes um that I know are limiting for everyone and wrong and don't and whatever, but like at the same time those are just like so deeply ingrained when it comes to like dating and ro- and like sex and romance, especially. So it's hard not to be like, Oh, well clearly there's something wrong with me. If there's a guy that I just propositioned mm-hmm. for sex that said no, because guys be fucking, but then also like women be blaming themselves for their partners, you know, whatever. <laughs> like, I mean, I'm a big advocate of the, like, it, I also will turn down women for like PIV sex, but I want to do other things. Like last yeah. night I was at the sex party and like I didn't I didn't want to have sex with this woman because one, I knew I was going to, I'm, or at least I'm fairly certain I'm going to see her again. Mm-hmm. So I would rather it not be this like quick, mediocre fuck in a tent where That's she's so like, <laughs> yeah, it was like, let's fool around because yeah. then we'll fuck later and it'll be better then. Um, You're so old fashioned. Well, you know, I, just, I, I prefer to only eat pussy on the first date. So, so you know, some women still react very poorly when I turn them down. Not even turn them down, just turn them down to do this sex act right. when there's all these other sex acts. Right. I'm always so shocked because they're like in this sex positive community. But I've had women like literally raise their voice at me that oh. I wouldn't fuck them. And and they take it. I think a lot take it personally. And I just yeah. try to oh, try it. I try to convey and yeah. say, have you ever wanted to like just blow a dude, but you didn't really want to have sex with him that night? Yeah. Well, there you go. That's exactly what it is. <laughs> you know men what? Can men do have too. experiences too. <laughs> yes. Yeah, so we're hopefully, ho- we're speaking up for the those who can't speak for themselves because yes. they're too busy enjoying privileges. They're great. Right. <laughs> um, so I will speak up and say men are allowed to have sexual agency uh, just as women should have. Uh, yeah. No, um... But yeah, I mean, I feel like obviously we we also need to to help help men out with like not being so confined in that masculine box. Like like it, when you were talking about gender, you know, labels or whatever. It's like, well, do we need to come up with a new label, or do we just need to please no more labels? Yeah, like do we, no can more. we just broaden masculinity to be like more? yeah and because if masculinity is this then i'm like so my limited and i've said this before so i'll try to condense it but my limited understanding of like something like genderqueer is like say from my ex who was like yeah i don't really feel like a boy but and i don't really feel like a girl and then i'm like but there's not supposed to be like a boy or like a girl anymore so shouldn't you just be able to be a woman who digs these masculine ish things um because i mean there shouldn't have to be but like those are those are just so deep in there there's i mean uh, because that's why like but then if that's what we're still at like defining things as is based on these antiquated gender roles then i'm definitely not a man because what this box masculinity is i don't know i got a couple pieces of it and mostly not Mm -hmm. so i do not identify with this concept of masculinity so if that makes me not a man then i guess i'm not a man and i'll pick one of these random labels to use but likewise, if uh, if this ter- you know if if masculinity can be broadened, then I don't need this term because right. then I can fit inside of it. Do right. I need to fit inside? I don't fucking know. I yeah. just want someone to tell me. Maybe we can have both. Maybe you could be like, you know, I'm 
I'm like a straight otter or whatever. Oh, <laughs> like, <laughs> um, I just want someone to tell me how I should identify accurately. That's all. I don't really care about being seen. I just want accuracy. Okay. <laughs> you you are you, you have an editor's eye. <laughs> yeah, something like that. Um, but but it also kind of ties back into this. You know, to the truth, the, 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 I think it's called Truth and Reconciliation Committee from South, with South Africa was we are, men are hurt by toxic masculinity yes. too. Like we are a yes. victim of this system that we benefit from mm-hmm. and we got to tear it all down. But we also yep. need to, there needs some grace needs to be found in this movement. Yeah. Or else we're going to keep driving dudes to red pill subs. Right. Yeah. So, yeah. It's no fun. As your dude on the the toxic uh, masculinity, uh, he is he has a lot of feelings. He has a lot of feelings. Yeah, that's good. I feel like anyone that I like, it's like, oh, he's he's pretty emo. <laughs> you want a dominant emo, sexually dominant. Uh, I want I want a, a beta in the streets and an alpha in the sheets. Is what I'm saying. I could do that. No, uh, that's, that's not a bad way to put it. I like that a lot. That should be on a t-shirt. I've put, I've put some thought into this before. <laughs> uh, you do know that I own all intellectual property that's said on this show. Cool. Just making sure. Uh, <laughs> Just like if you give me a cut of the, the merch sales with that. Sure thing. <laughs> um, Do you have any... Is there anything you would or have wanted to maybe in the past uh, ask me? Um, it's okay if the answer is no. <laughs> uh... Hmm. What's what's something that um that you like still haven't done that you're you're like that's on your bucket list of sex things? I mean, I meant more like between us, but between that's fine. Us? No, um, no, I have re- like some kind of a reverse gangbangy thing. Uh, I have I have this fantasy. So I don't know. Maybe I think at this point I'm just like an egosexual. I can make <laughs> up words too. <laughs> Uh, because like I get so turned on, uh, like when I'm talking with like my, my patrons in the peep show Uh and it's a very flirty kick group. So it's like, yeah, there's lots of talk of like, want to do this and that. And I get very turned on by like my listeners or my listeners who want to do stuff with me or like as a big group or like at Manhorcon, like there ended up being an orgy kind of by Uh accident. And like, I just watched my fans fuck each other. It was great. Like a and proud I, not father. <laughs> a proud daddy. I daddy. Uh well no, we all know Michelle is daddy. No, uh she knows what that means. I I no, it's just more like I have beat off to the scenes from that night so much over the last year. That's cool. And I've had this fantasy about like at Manhorcon if there at like if there were some kind of party, having some sort of contraption made where like I maybe I have like maybe there's like boards on both sides of me or something. Maybe I'm in a box. I don't know. There's like a hole around my mouth. Like if somebody want to kiss me, there'd be there. There'd be like a, a hole in the back. There'd be a hole around my groin that also could, I could be knelt down to. Um, something like in that realm. Um, Just maybe, like spitballing. Like you haven't put much thought into this. No, yeah. no, I haven't at all. I haven't drawn diagrams. There might be <laughs> holes for like hands to go through. Like just like I think it'd just be hot to be like groped unknowingly by a bunch of my fans at the same time and not knowing whose hands or mouths or whatever were which suggestion why don't you just put on a blindfold like a group glory hole uh blindfolds <laughs> or you know the, it's, a bit of an it's too simple yeah okay all right 
Too simple. Uh, Sorry to be the contraption. Razor here. <laughs> yeah. Well, You're so like, I, I need more of a Rube Goldberg. <laughs> <laughs> well, you know, you, yeah, you hit this mousetrap and that ball right. rolls and then eventually this butt plug will be inside me. Uh, don't know how that That's happens. my new fantasy that what? like someone will build a Rube Goldberg device <laughs> and I'll, just because like all of the thought and care that went into it, I'll be very thoughtful. I'll see if they get some really cool like contraptions. So they sometimes, um, they had... Or have, or I don't know where it is, but they they have had at parties this box you go into, and inside is just mirrors, so you only see yourself. Yeah. But out, it's like a one way window or whatever, like on the outside, one way mirror. So on the outside, you look in and you see the person, and there are like in between each pane of the one way window, uh-huh. there's like curtain. Uh-huh. And so you can put your hands in, and but the person on the inside doesn't know whose hands are doing what. Interesting. Or, and it, that's hot to me. Yeah. Um. Really furthers the stranger play element. Really allows yeah. me to like not know. Allows me to be a bit ignorant about some things. I'm into that. So that's like a, a fancy. Um. I would still like to do or some version of it. Just something where there's a lot of attention on me. Um. Yeah. I I like wish that my erotic imagination was more elaborate because like i love that you're just like clearly you put a lot of thought into this i'm very sexually creative yeah no and like that's great and i'm just like man i wish i had something so specific um oh wait can i tell another like weird sex story i don't know why i'm asking permission on your podcast okay so um stop deferring to men all right be a good feminist (laughs) and take over this show all right so this is my show here um (laughs) Hot. Billy, you can leave. <laughs> okay. <laughs> um, okay, so... Uh, you tell your story. I'm going to uh, refill water. How's great. that? So you can actually pretend this is your show for like 30 Wait, seconds. Wait, no, I actually do want to tell you the story. Okay, then just or, tell let's me. Let's pause it. No, no, just tell <laughs> Okay, me. all right. All right, so um, so one guy, the the most infamous one, who was like, tell me your fantasies. Tell you have tell you it's got to be something weirder. What me? No, I don't. Uh, normal stuff. And I'm just like, dude, just tell me what you're into. And this was this was like before my my big slutty awakening. Mm. Um, and so at that point, I was like, when he was asking me, I was like, genuinely, I I don't I don't really know. Like, I guess I was like open to stuff, but I don't know. I just was not repressed, but just kind of like lame vanilla like i was like oh i read cosmo like sometimes my college boyfriend would tie me up and sometimes i'd tie him up because egalitarianism is important <laughs> like you know and that's kinky <laughs> yeah it's so sexy when people use the word egalitarianism in their fantasy hey don't judge i'm my, so hard don't right judge now my kinks. <laughs> <laughs> um but uh yeah so i i mean i, I was just kind of like i I don't really have anything. I'm sorry. I wish I did. And like, no, I would love to hear yours. And like, you know, I'm open to stuff. And, um, but, but at this point I had like just started sort of like listening to a lot of sex podcasts and like reading up on stuff and having that sort of like, Oh, sex positivity. That's novel. So I was, I was overconfidently like, well, you can tell me whatever, like, uh, and, and he, he was like, well, okay, there is this one thing. And he got like really shy and like nervous. And he was, and he was like, but I don't, I don't, it's, it's pretty, it's really embarrassing. I don't really, and I was just like, no, you know what? You need to own your sexuality. And like, you know, if someone's going to judge you for it, then that's their problem. And yeah, I'm, I'm like very open minded. I'm sure whatever it is, like, you know, it will not, not freak me out. And, um, and he was like, all right. So I really, the porn that I watch the most is watching girls 
poop. And then he like looked at me like nervous for to see my face. Yeah. And I was just like, uh, uh-huh. Oh. And I was just like, oh no, what have I done? What have I done? I like really overpromised here. Mm-hmm. And he was like, or, and, and he was like, yeah, I I know it's uh, it's it's really embarrassing. I just, I shouldn't. And I was just like, no, uh, no. Um, you know, that's thank you so much for telling me that. Um, <laughs> and I was just like panicking, and and I was like, this is the first date. Like, what what's no, the what no, is this? this is like this is a guy that I was fucking when it was the summer and I didn't have air conditioning. He and also, he had air conditioning. And and because I've done that, I fucked yeah. someone I didn't want to fuck anymore because she had air conditioning. So I totally sympathize. Yeah. Also, he had um. He had HBO Go before, and I well, didn't. <laughs> that's just being cheap as fuck. You have friends who will give you a password without fucking them. Yeah, yeah. Well, you know, he had the nice apartment. What, right. Whatever. I just want to check if this was like a first date or if like this was an oh, established no. thing. So although, if this was a person. Although you were I do get, with. I do get into things on first dates, or in retrospect, I'm like, should I have brought up my abortion on our first date? Maybe not. Okay. <laughs> but you know, it's important for the movement. Exactly. Kristen. Exactly. That's what I'm saying. Like, <laughs> um, no, but like, so, uh, yeah. And I was just like, I did not know how to get out of this. And I was just like, okay, uh, so, can, and, and no, no judgment, but just help me understand, like, what is it about watching girls poop that that you're that you're interested i just i i would be interested to learn more is it the coming out part is it when it plops like what stage is the hot part (laughs) i I mean apparently it was like the release like uh and and sort of like the way the asshole flares back shut like after it's out honestly i just i heard like a loud (laughs) rushing noise of air (laughs) i didn't really listen no i was just sort of like oh no i'm i'm trapped now because like and you know what follows the conversation is the will you do that to me yeah which definitely no (laughs) um and also i was like I don't think I can fuck this guy anymore. Mm. I know. And I felt so bad because I'd just been like, whatever you say, you shouldn't be ashamed. Like, let it out, buddy. <laughs> He's like, well, funny you should put it that way because that's what I'm into. Um, yeah. So so I, I think I like, like fucked him that night and then hung out with him one more time and then ghosted him because I was a child. What was the sex <laughs> like the, the, that last time then after he told you? I, I think it was just like vanilla or, you know. But like, in, no, well, no, I don't mean like what it looked like. I mean, what's yeah. in your head. Oh, while I was it's just happening. like. Like, are you thinking about the poop while you're fucking him? Um, you know, I was thinking about like baseball, thinking about like, <laughs> you know, whatever, like, uh, like the weather, just kind of like, just, just, yep, just let's, let's just do this for the movement <laughs> so that this guy isn't feel shamed. And it was, it was like partially. Partially because, you know, deferring to men's feelings, but but equally about like, oh, no, I'm a monster. <laughs> if I'm like, well, goodbye forever. Thank you for, you know, uh, disclosing your greatest source of embarrassment and shame. Uh, you now live with this. <laughs> uh, so, yeah, basically what I've learned is I need to stop being <laughs> so, so like overpromising. Like, I'm so cool. It's going to be totally chill. Yeah. <laughs> You should definitely open up to me. For sure, for sure. Well, allow me to let you, uh, you know, not overpromise. But if so, do you plan on having the boyfriend or expectations talk with this guy soon about like, um, or at least setting down like, hey, what what are our like 
expectations rules yeah. like what can we can't we are are we not you know the talk yeah i mean like i'm obvi- obviously since this has been going on for like three years i'm trying not to like rush things or <laughs> push things but um but yeah i mean i feel like you know it's kind of getting to the point where like okay we we had that talk fairly recently where i like blew up at him like you know at some point sort of circle back and be like hey so remember how we were kind of like let's see where things are going where do you think they're going like uh also like are you my boyfriend are we fucking other people or each other like what's happening here Mm -hmm. so i i don't know i i'm still kind of feeling it out okay well i'd like to make this all about me for a moment and you know if that happens would you be interested in like fooling around again if you're like allowed to sure i wanted to see how wishy-washy i could make such a proposition and, i want to see how unattractive i can do it yeah it worked yeah okay because i could probably make it even because well, this whole time i've been all like hand ringy like ah, and then you're like would you maybe possibly uh, and i was like yeah would, <laughs> would you maybe i don't know like want to have sex with me again god what is wrong with me <laughs> i don't know maybe you're a big old slut Kristen. yeah well whoever said there's anything wrong with that nothing wrong with it god bless you for it yeah um well thanks for coming on the show yeah. uh you know I, I when i hit you up originally it was not with this intent but yeah. i'm glad we did this was fun yeah you're great wait i feel uh, like how how can we not talk about squirting i know i know this yeah, another time yeah we can, right, al- we'll save can it. always come back uh there's always <laughs> live shows <laughs> um, <laughs> yeah no i showed her the mombe blankets and uh she was like oh i gotta get one definitely they're so good um yeah no this is great i mean i was, yeah. I, I it's it's really nice to know that like our banter picks right back up kind of yeah. where we left off. And that was one of the really attractive things about you was that I could like banter with you and jive and go back and forth and be really stupid. Cause how old was I then? I, uh, 26, seven. So we were so young. <laughs> are you my age? Uh, wait, don't make me do the math. How old are you? I, right I now? turned 30 next month. I am 31. I just turned 31. Okay. Yeah. So basically. But but yeah, it's just like, you know, I really enjoy talking to you as much yeah. as I also like eating your pussy. Like it was, <laughs> those are like two of my favorite things to do with you. So um, I'm glad to know one of those like still really works. <laughs> Likewise. Yeah. yeah I, no, this is fun. Great. Uh, well, I assume you're not plugging any tw- any social handles. <laughs> uh, stamps.com, offer code WTF. I don't know. <laughs> Uh, well, Kristen, why don't you go ahead and say goodbye to everybody? Uh, goodbye. Thanks for listening. Oh, uh, you know, we had that little bit of a, you know, Billy gang banned from Tinder talk. And uh, I do want to announce that Billy is back on Tinder. No, I did not get like reinstated. But after I realized it wasn't like Billy specific, but just Tinder tightening up. I talked to the online dating expert, Steve Dean, who was also banned from Tinder for like a weird picture th- reason. So, uh, you know, what? I said, fuck it. I'll make a new one. So I'm back on. And hey, I got matches instantly. Take that, Bumble. Step your game up. Wh- where have my matches been going, Bumble? I used to be heavily sought after over there. So, yeah, um, uh, I hope you enjoyed my conversation with Kristen because, gosh, I know I did. I definitely felt all flustered uh, by the end of it. 
And did you want to hear more of me and Kristen? Well, you can hear a bonus episode with her tomorrow. All of my $5 and up fan whores are going to get access to, a, you know, an extra like roughly 15 minutes. One more time, you go to patreon.com. That's P-A-T-R-E-O-N dot com slash podcast. Um, but what did you think about this week's show? Okay, let me know on the social medias, okay? Uh, you know, I am on Twitter at TheBillyProceda. I love reading my mentions over there. But you can also leave a comment uh, on this episode at the Man Whore Podcast Facebook page or on my Instagram at BillyIsProceda. Are you going to be joining me and your fellow fan whores in New York City for Man Whore Con? Oh gosh, I hope so. It's going to be a blast. Uh, Man Whore Con presented by Motor Bunny, is August 2nd through August 4th, and you can get your weekend pass at manwhorepod.com slash weekend. Man, my uh, my libido is like super back. This whole weight loss feeling sexy thing is great. Next week, we got Chris Calagero, funny stand-up comedian on the show. But until then, I'm going to enjoy this whole libido thing, and I'm going to stay slutty. I guess you can too if you want. (laughs) 